use your need to know Smurf and Hutchman to every southern eight show Welcome Rugby Under 85 Competition Podcast brought to you by Smurf and Hutch. All right, well, welcome to week eight of the 85's podcast. Uh, this week, we've got another special guest on, been the driving force behind Marist for the last couple of years. Uh, he's the head, head coach. It is big Josh Fisiahi. How are you, mate? Good boys, good. How are we going? Yeah, good, Josh. Good to see you, mate. We've obviously got Rodders back. No rain fade in uh, Titterangi this week. Nah, uh, conditions are looking promising. The rains, I think all the clouds are empty, so we uh, should be good to go. Nice. And yep. Smurf from way down south. Yeah, good to be back, fellas. How are we going? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Um, bit of a bit of a tickle in the throat, Rodders. Bit of a do on Saturday night, was it? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, Old Boys Cordy. So, yeah, as you can imagine, there was shenanigans from early doors. So, yeah, it was a big shift. So. Hosted at Theo's flat, was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, we, no, we had it in the changing rooms and then... Uh, Obviously, yeah, town's town's not a really good option straight after a quarter. So uh, it was pretty quiet. On uh, been asking for a few weeks who's going to host the boys, and like you know, no one was putting their hands up. And then I sort of got into Theo's ear on about on about Monday last week, and uh, eventually managed to convince him. That was quite good to know that Theo's moved out of home at twenty seven years old, or however old he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's moved in with his brother, so it's pretty much the same. I'm pretty sure they still get. <laughs> It's pretty sure he still gets meals dropped off. Is he, is What's the of... wine collection like? I think there's a wine cellar, mate. Wouldn't there, is a, there is a, there is a potter, pottery kiln, bizarrely. But, uh, oh, yeah. They might get Casey, uh, Joe McIndoe around. <laughs> he doesn't mind a bit of that, does he? No, he's really into it. He took a, he took a week off Hustlers last year to do a pottery class, didn't he, Smith? Yeah, yeah. It's like Patrick Swayze and Ghost. <laughs> can still hear the pain in your voice. <laughs> yeah actually we had a quarter this weekend as well last weekend so that was uh, good fun dusty old boots off oh how'd you go nah terrible terrible when you don't like really you know when you passed it and then you sort of dip your toes back in the water it's just horrific and somehow I managed to get myself around some initiation type sort of being a new boy and stuff about halfway through it and struggling and the guys are like yeah coaches don't normally sign up for this sort of stuff <laughs> So I don't know whether I was being a lad or just stupid. Probably a bit of both. Yeah. Bit of excitement got the best of you, mate. It always does. Yeah, yeah well, fast and furious. So yeah. yeah, we didn't we didn't get through half the boys. Hey, eh? we're gonna have to have a do the the wheels fell off early doors. It was chaos. That's always the way. Yeah. Uh, nice. Well, anyway, good to have Josh on tonight. As I said, uh, head coach at Maris. Um, were you head, you head coach last year as well, Josh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good man. Claim it. Just take it, mate. Yeah, yeah we'll take it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to give the, the listeners a bit of a background on yourself? Um, obviously, coaching now, but um, rugby journey before that, and um, what 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 got you involved with the Maris eighty fives? Yeah. Um, well, I've always been a Maris man. Well, Maris since I was like oh, three or four. I think Dad had me in the blue, red, blue, which is good. Um, and then I went through to Sacred Heart College. So I played Sacred Heart, another Marist school, and um, played, I only played one year of first 15 there. And then in my final year, and I left, left school and went back to Marist. Um, my family, 
under-21s, first year out of school. And I think that second, I played another year, 21s, and then that was the year that I made um, Tongan under-20s. So I went over to Argentina in 2010 with the World Cup. Yeah, but it's a pretty cool experience. And then um, off the back of that, I picked up a contract in Spain. So I shot over to Spain for a season. And then off that, the contract in Germany, where I was only going over for a season and then I met my wife. So I stayed over for another season. And then I went to Italy for a season in between. It was a bit tough being away from the missus. So I went back to Germany for another two years and we moved back to New Zealand in 2000 and end of 2015. And I chucked the boots on to play for Marist again. And I played one game and I was like, I do not want to be not walking around till Tuesday anymore. I was over it. So... Um, <laughs> TJ, old cat, TJ, me and him, we've been best mates since we're about eight years old. And he was like, oh, well, I'm playing for the 85s. If you want to come give us a hand? So I jumped in and um, Robbie, Robbie was looking for a bit of a hand there. Things were just starting to get busy with his building company. And then, yeah, that's it. I've been since 2016 with the mob. And then, oh, what year was it? We, one year we just didn't have the numbers. So we had to... As much as it killed me inside, move over to the rifles. Uh, oh, it's with the shooters. With the shooters, yeah. yeah. We did one year as the shooters, and I, I initially I was like, "Nah, I'm not going. You guys can go play, go play, but I, I will not go." <laughs> <laughs> but I went down and watched one of their games, and I was like, and I couldn't help myself getting involved. <laughs> so I started. I helped ball out a bit, um, which is good. He's a good lad, and then. I've, I said to TJ and the boys, I was like, I'll help out this year on the condition that next year we go back to Marist. Yeah, broken we, deal. Yeah, so we did. And yeah. Um, yeah, so now we're second year back at, as the mob. Oh, good. Yeah. Tell, you, tell you what, your rugby experience um, really makes mine sound pretty boring and un unaccomplished. Oh yeah, there must be some uh, must have had some good experiences in in all those different countries. Uh, what was uh, what do you find the rugby like over there? Oh, it, was, it was like it was a good level. Um, Got some big humans in Germany. Yeah, there's some big boys. Eh? There's a lot of there's so the team of they Germany had a bit of a problem for a while, which worked out well for me. Is that they just bring over a lot of Kiwi expats, Kiwis, Aussies, Saffirs, and um, so. You'd play some pretty good quality rugby, but then we'd play against other teams where the quality wasn't as great. So you'd, we'd, we'd, get, we'd play against teams where we'd run the score up like 120 nil and stuff, which was, <laughs> which, wasn't, which was fun, which was fun. And like you, you get to put dot down as a, as a lock off kickoff. I, I think one game I scored four tries and I was like the happiest. But... <laughs> It was, it was really nothing. And then you come in and you play against one of the proper teams and you get a good battle, which is which keeps you interested for the year. Oh, bloody good. Yeah, so, so injury didn't force your retirement. You just sort of, you'd, you'd run your race kind of. Oh, I've had, I've had about four surgeries. Right. In my time, so. And they're still niggly. Like, uh, every now and again, I'll jump in with the boys at training. And then I'll come home and ice my knee. 
So I think um, what blew it out though is when I tried to play for the Prems when I got back, it was on a tournament weekend. So we had two games in one day. Yeah. And after that, I was just like, no, nah, I can't. I'm as, as young as I might feel, my knee's about 50. So yeah, fair enough. You made, you made the right decision, mate. Join management. Yeah, join management. You, you know that. You, curiously. you know that, eh, Rodders? Yeah, mate. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm coming back, mate. I'm coming back. <laughs> the uh, the uh, the mob branding's quite good, eh? Who came up with that? It's it's. You guys have got a good little. Um, that was that little was just franchise me. going. That's all me. That's that was me in my spare time, trying to find out, figure out ways that we can get players down. Yeah, it helps. Hey, all of that. It's fucking. Yeah. What's it looking for these days? It like, you know, a bit of an identity. You know, not just a, not just a team. It's awesome. Yeah, that's it. Like I noticed the the teams that seem to be doing well with recruitment and like bigger squads were the ones that had a bit of social media presence and profile and were were known around different schools. And so like, there's obviously used to be an affinity between Sagrahard and St Peter's and stuff straight to Marist, mm. but over years, that's changed with, like, a lot of, I know there's a lot of Sacred Heart boys that were just going straight to varsity mm. at some stage, you know, and so I've tried to, to set something up with them, like, for our mob team. And I've been trying to pressure the club to get in, get amongst that as well, because I, I noticed a lot of the other clubs, I think Rocky's really doing good at doing that for um, Ponsonby. Yeah, mate, he's doing an awesome job, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it's just getting out there and talking to people and, like you said, having a kind of a... Yeah, it's, a, it's an identity, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think what makes 85 is quite cool, eh, is that each team does have that identity. They push it. There's good rivalries each week. Yeah, it's... I've given... So, I've relinquished the um, Instagram handle to a couple of the boys in the team. So, generally, the most sensible posts will be coming from me. <laughs> <laughs> And then you'll get the um, shit talking posts, the ones that everyone's loving. That that'll be that's normally um, Joel, the social media, our social captain, or we got um, Sully on game day who runs the social media. Yeah, nice. It's always good when you look at it's not really not really the mob, but when you look at some of the teams' Instagrams on a Saturday night, you see some outrageous stuff, and then on Sunday someone's gone through and deleted all the real nasty stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keep it pretty PC for the Sunday. Yeah, now it's all good. Yeah, I think we were talking about it on Saturday, actually. I think it's just the, um, I think it's just Waiheke and the debts that are really holding off the social media. But yeah. I'm, I'm sure they will follow us. It's, yeah. a tough, it's a tough job, though, eh? Like, you know, I, I, I had the uh, old boys Instagram thing, and I, I'll get two out while the warm-up's happening, and then I just lose complete interest. Eh? I'm too busy concentrating, pacing up and down the sideline. I haven't got time to be getting the phone out and uh, choosing what filter to get to use. yeah. yeah. That's why. That's why I ended up giving it to like some of the boys. It was like oh, Joel during the week. You can keep keep people updated was, because it comes almost another full time job. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's punishing, and there's a real art to it. Eh? Like getting the post looking good and like good chat and that. Yeah, yeah. It's not too long where you've got some hot Russian birds in your inbox. Yeah, you, <laughs> building through spam. Yeah. What have you been looking up, mate, on your work phone <laughs> to be getting that sort of stuff in your DMs? <laughs> It's, it's um it's worrying when big joel's answering them that's the one yeah. <laughs> yeah. sending yeah, his, sending his money overseas <laughs> yeah that's a good stuff and so what are some that, that's 
that's pretty cool, Josh. But I know there's some other stuff you've kind of been doing. I saw you guys did a um, pre-season camp at the start of this year, but of a new initiative for the mob, was it? Yeah, well, I think for a, for a couple of years, we've been trying to get something like that together, but it's just, we never really had the buy-in. And then this year, we had a good um, off-season recruitment with a lot of boys that we were mates and stuff, which is really good. And then, so we finally were able to get it off the ground and... Um, Robbie was a brave man letting us use his family batch down in Palanui <laughs> for yeah. the uh, for the weekend. Um, but the boys went, I think there was only um, one indoor vomiting in- incident. That's um, pretty good. Other yeah, than that, the boy, boys weren't too bad. But yeah, so it's looking like it's going to be something that we'll try to do every year and going forward. The boys seem to really enjoy it. And then I think it really helped with the different groups of friends. There's a lot of, we've got a lot of young boys coming from different schools and stuff. So bringing them into the group. Yeah. Yeah, it looked good. So what did you what did you go down on a Friday and then Yeah. Uh, a few of us went down on the Friday night after work. Yeah. Um, and then we had some well, I said to the boys, we've got a seven AM training. You're all adults. <laughs> you make a decision. And so a few of the boys are up till six. Um, <laughs> so, but they were still down on the beach at seven for first se- first session, which was um which is what I like to see. If you're going to party hard, you got to work hard. But yeah, so we went down on the Friday. Uh, a few of the boys went to a gig or something on a Friday night, I don't know. And then so they came down on the Saturday morning. Um, and then everyone, we had the whole Saturday. Saturday night was a bit of like a theme night. Um, and then actually, Mike, so my old man's part of the coaching staff with us this year he's um he just he loves footy and he just loves to be involved and um on the saturday night he made a rule that none of the young fellas could go to bed until he did and he didn't (laughs) (laughs) so sunday morning a few of us woke up and um we started cleaning and stuff and there's there's the old fellow with about four or five of the boys sitting outside drinking ciders (laughs) <laughs> whatever they could find at the bottom of the fridge <laughs> oh, good good stuff oh, that would have set the tone nicely for the season yeah and then I've, so since then like so we down there we set a couple we try to set a good tone in terms of like what the team's looking for and goals and values and stuff for this year and then also we, we wanted to call out who's going to run our like social committee kind of stuff and so that like I mentioned, that's Big Joel, and um, he's he's put together. Well, we had a our, it was a very early court session. Just I mean, normally <laughs> normally it's mid season, end of season for me. But a couple of weeks ago, I think after we played Squiddies, we had a courty schoolboy back to school courty. So everyone had to come to come in their school uniforms and stuff. And then uh, this Saturday, um, Seb, one of the other boys, has organised a is organising a BYO. So I got my passport stamped for that one. Hey. How good. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Because that, that, I mean, that kept, that's what I mean. That's really all the boys are after at the end of the day, isn't it? Obviously, it's good to win some footy, but you want to have fun doing it regardless. So, Yeah, I think that's the big thing. At the end of the day, like, as frust- my competitiveness gets me frustrated but there's a um I, I have to remind myself that a lot of the boys are just here because they want to have fun with their mates yeah and it's all it's all about the social side and they'd love to win games and um 
I'm sure we've got a couple of wins coming. Yeah. But um, but the key thing for them is getting close with their mates, hanging out, and having a good time. And rugby will come, mate. Like that. That that's what happened with it with our team. You know, you, as long as you get that culture right, that's what drew me into the old boys and a load of other new players that have come in over the years is the culture, and then the rugby. The rugby just takes care of itself along the way. So, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I think we've had that discussion. Like, I, I think I've spoken to all three of you fellas at some stage, one stage or another, talking about, I think, like Hutch was saying, the squiddies and um, Smith was saying with the hustlers, you've all gone through period patches where it wasn't so great, but just building, building and just patience mm-hmm. has paid off over, over a couple of years. Yeah, big time. And I mean, we were talking about last week as well that you guys probably, you've probably lost three games that, or maybe four games even that were within a try or so. Yeah. Like it's not, you're not far off the, off the pace really. Yeah. And that's, so this year when I um, managed to get Gio on site. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good uh, one. That, yeah. That was, that was a good win for the season. Um, but that's what, one of the things we spoke about was, we're not looking to go out and try to win the comp. We're, we're looking to be competitive, and I think we've, we have, we've achieved that so far. Yeah. Um, like I said, it'll be good to knock up a couple couple more dubs, but um, end of the day, I think I think we're in a good place in, when we're looking as building as, as, like a, as a team rather than just trying to win, win a competition. Yeah, nice. I think it's the way to approach it. Yeah, because, I mean... You guys are uh, seven and one, six and one, but I was just looking through the results. There's three games that you've lost by less than a try, so yeah, could easily be sitting, you know. But that's not what it's all about. But I mean, at least that guy gives the guys a bit of um, bit of confidence, I suppose. Yeah, and bit of hope, uh, hope, bit of hope to stick around. Like, like we're we're this close, we're yeah, just yeah. about there. Yeah, absolutely. Especially you've no, got a bunch of young guys and can keep them together for a few years. Yeah, I'm not quite sure where you said in um, Hutch's age stats, but um, I think it does make a little bit of a difference um, just being a bit older. Yeah, and that, that comes. Yeah, you can have all the talent in the world, but just some of those rugby smart. Yeah. I mean, those tight situations help, helps out, eh? Yeah, that's the thing about 85s that is because a lot of the time you got boys playing against men. Mm. where even though you might be as big, like the same size or skilled, a man's still going to hit harder than a young man. Like a 30-year-old's still going to hit harder than a 21-year-old. He's yeah. been through a lot more. Fish hook you at the bottom of a rock. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you don't know how to get you. I, t- I tell you what, there's been so many boys over the last few seasons where uh, the Tani Fars have got a few, you know, and when they first came on, you know, just like you say, they were like really young, young men. And you know we we you know we sort of did a number on them, and now they're just hitting us left, right, and centre. And you like you were a kid two years ago, and now you're taking names. So uh, definitely, definitely right on that one. Yeah, there's, we we got a young fella, James Alley. He's uh, one of our wingers. He he came last year, his 18, first year out of school, and in a preseason against Pakaranga, he got ragdolled and absolutely monstered. And so, but this year he's running through tackles and he's he's making decent, good tackles and stuff. So even within a year, you can see the progression that's made. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what happens over the next few years with our boys. Yeah, there's nothing like watching an 18-year-old's eyes light up in the changing room when there's 
a piss come out of the chili bin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember one of the first second years of hustlers. We had a bunch of guys straight out of um, straight out of school, and like first for after the first game, like you know, get a free beer out of the chili and sort of the pluck up enough courage to wander over and ask if they're allowed a second one. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's... they have to nick it, but you know, that's yeah. pretty. Yeah, no, that's always good. Yeah, Is best time away from home. Yeah, shit. Yeah, is um, what's what's what what's kind of surprised you about the grade, Josh? Did you know much about it? What have you kind of enjoyed about the grade that you maybe didn't know coming in? Um, there's to be fair, there's a lot I know didn't know about it. Um, when I was so when I was playing twenty ones at Marist, I think from what I remember, the mob was like a relatively decent team. That was like oh nine oh ten uh two thousand nine two thousand ten. I think at some stage they had the space shield or something. Smurf will, Smurf will remember that. He was probably about 35, 40 then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they definitely had some good, strong years where they had um, sacred guys. But when it was three, like, different divisions, when you made championship, like, instead of plate or bowl, it, you end up, it ended up being quite a successful season. Yeah. And then, yeah, you end up playing with teams that are all pretty similar. So, yeah. So they were always, always pretty strong and they always did well to keep those sacred boys. Yeah, and that's what I, so that's what I remember about the grade is that it was a big grade and there was and that every game was a like good competitive game because of that grading system. Um, and then coming in coming back to New Zealand when I when I got back in two thousand sixteen, so um, and then to find out there was only like ten teams, I was like, hold on, I'm sure every club had like four teams right. at some stage. Um, so. I was kind of gutted when I found that out, but it's. I always had the perception that it was just a very fast grade. There wasn't much contact. It was very um, loose, like run, like lunchtime rugby kind of stuff. But it's not. There's a, like there's a lot of there's a lot more skilled players than I thought there was, and there's a lot more. Um, there is some pretty bloody big hits that happen, and the structures and stuff that get put in place, and I think. Probably over the last couple of years, there's more and more of it, of management and coaching getting a bit more technical with stuff. But it's that's a lot more prevalent than I thought it was when I first came into the grade. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree with you. It's definitely, I mean, it's probably changed with rugby, but yeah, it's definitely got a lot more serious, uh, serious in a way, but it's got a lot more skillful and probably better to watch than it used to be, especially yeah. when I first first started coaching. Um, no, nah, bloody good stuff, mate. It's good. Guys got a good thing going down at Maris. I'm looking forward to seeing how the, the rest of the season unfolds for you boys, making a bit of a late dash. He's hoping. Boys, well, at this stage, it looks like we're going to be doing one training a week. Which <laughs> apparently, that sounds like that's the thing to do. That's the key, mate. <laughs> so. Well, Rodder's, Rodder's called his training off tonight as well, so he's yeah. he, he's tried to train it. You've tried it for a bit, Rodder. Just give up the dream. Mate. <laughs> mate, there's a few boys licking their, uh, their broken wings, eh? There's a few men down this this week so uh we'll uh yeah one train will be enough this week yeah um well we'll have a we'll have a <coughs> re recap from last weekend do you want to kick us off rodders do you, do you get any um get any oil on the the fars legends game it looks like it was 36 zip to the fars i'll be pretty yep. happy with that yeah the boys are real happy and uh big shout out to them for coming down and supporting us on saturday it was good to have a few of the boys there on the sideline um John Hall, the coach, sent me through some chat here. Uh, first 20, a bit shaky, apparently. Um, 
Legends were were pretty solid. Um, but then the Tani Fars number 10 started to control the game really well. And then uh, the pilot and the student really, really went to work and the pilot got himself a hat trick. Oh, God. So it just writes itself, this stuff, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. What better way to finish Friday night? <laughs> I yeah. know. I actually, okay. I messaged Tyrone from Legends as well. And I was like, oh, who, how'd the game go? So, like, oh, mate, they get some real wheels on the outside. I was like, oh, what wing? He's like, I think it was a right winger. I was like, oh, classic student. Classic <laughs> student. Yeah. No, nah, but the boys, yeah, the Fars of Fizz, you know, they really, they've got eyes for that number four spot, big time. Yeah. And that was, um, that was the first game of their National Cup campaign as well. So it'd be pretty wrapped through to round two. But then the next game, Rodders, not so good news. Um, your boys went down 10-17 to the debts. We did, yeah, unfortunately. It was a bit of a tough one, to be honest. Um, to know that, you know, it had whispers of a, of a hangover from last week. We didn't play very well the last week. And then uh, sort of had, had sort of a hangover from that. And uh, yeah, just left it all too late. Last, last 30 minutes, it was all on. We um, managed to get a few tries back and... It was looking like we uh, we could have we could have tied it up at the end, but yeah, yeah, we gave an oh, we were attacking their line five meters out and gave an intercept and they ran ninety meters and scored. Classic old boys, <laughs> making it hard for ourselves. So like that was a real momentum, that was a real handbrake for us. Yeah, and that that, that just gave got their tails up and their forward pack is so solid. You know when you're um, when you're bringing Jared off the bench, it's uh, you know you got a pretty good forward pack. Um, yeah. Dace McStace on the bench. It's exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, he turned up there, first came back against us. I was like, cheers, Jared, mate. And he was he was pretty heavy, but somehow managed to weigh bollock naked and just get it get it on the money. So fair play to him. Good stuff. Oh, hard luck, mate. Yeah. Nah, that, and to be honest, we played pretty well in the last 30, and it was a great game, to be honest. So just a shame we, we, didn't, we didn't get the W. Yeah, no good. Good court session afterwards and sort the boys out. Yeah. And then we had Hussies up over Pack Smurf. You got any bully on that? 52-14. Um, yeah, a pretty, pretty uh, interesting game, apparently. Um, the uh, ref enjoyed a penalty. So um, penalties means lots of cards. So I think the Hussies got three three yellows, which is uh, ex- exciting. Apparently nothing really that exciting. Uh, just too many pens. But, uh, yeah, there weren't many phases built because, uh, yeah, Bit of whistle loving, so yeah, I think it's one of the interesting things about 85s is uh, can be a little bit interesting game where it gets refed sometimes, but yeah, still gonna de- deal with whatever. It's the same for both teams, but um, yeah, we wouldn't we wouldn't have rugby without them, Smith. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And there's no way that um, I'm heading out there with my whistles, so uh, yeah, good on them. Um, but would have been about hundred, would have been about hundred points to fourteen if you were refing that game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I probably wouldn't blow the whistle, to be honest. I wouldn't be able to keep up. Um, but, yeah, they scored some good tries. Managed to score, apparently, the best try of the season when they were down to 13 men. But some late drama. One of the um, new guys um, went under the sticks through three defenders and then crashed into the goalpost and uh, knocked down the, the crossbar, apparently millimetres away from clocking one of the pack guys in the head. So uh, maybe it could have very close to being an osh debacle. That, so the game got moved over onto one of the other fields slightly wider by three or four metres. So that probably um, helped the Hussies um, storm home. God, they need to close that ground, I tell you. Well, we might be finally getting some new goalposts at Cox's Bay. Who knows? Who's the, handyman? Who's the handyman down there? You might need to, 
He's probably in his Mate, 80s, I, I, some I, poor I, bugger. I, can't even reach the post. I would not be surprised Sunday morning if uh, BG, um, it's on his front lawn, so if he was out there with uh, hammer and nail, re-erecting it, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. But, uh, yeah, so... I think they'll be pretty happy with the with the win, but I think uh, Pack struggled for numbers. I think the boys said they only had about eighteen. So yeah, I guess, um, numbers does play a, a fairly big part in some of these um, results and depth. And yeah, I think the Hussies are good with numbers, so it makes a big difference in in some of those games. You get a few injuries or guys away or weddings or um, oh, good stuff. Um, and then Josh. You guys went to Eden, went down 57-21. Looks like you guys scored the last three tries of the game, though. Yeah, the boys the boys had a good finish, I have to give them that. Um, I think Eden were playing a bit of mind games with us, locking us out of our shed for the, for, <laughs> before the game. No, is, they, it, is, that, is, that, is that two weeks in a row that someone's had to get an angle grinder out to cut the padlock off? A, it wasn't. It was someone else last week. No, nah, it's yeah. been... They keep locking them at Cox's Bay, I think. So, so we, got, we got done at Cox's Bay... <laughs> and then now we've been done at Eden at May Road as well. So I'll, I think we got old boys next week. Yeah, mate. So hopefully, hopefully you guys have the sheds open for us. Definitely. Are we, are we, aren't we at your ground next week? Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. Okay, then we'll have the sheds open. Don't worry. I'll, I'll make sure I bring my grinder just in case. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, um, yeah, they, they got up on us early. I think within like the first five minutes or something, they had a try. And... The boys, we've, we've noticed a bit of a trend of once a team scores a try, the boys struggle to get up until it's out of reach and then they kind of all of a sudden start playing. Um, but Lizards, they're a good team. Eh? They, I think, I don't think that game against the Squids really showed what they had. Yeah. Uh, they, and I think they were, they were looking to prove something coming out against us last week. Eh? So... No, they, they scored some good tries, some well-worked tries. Um, but then our, boy, our boys managed to um, bring it back in the last, I think, 10 minutes. They scored three tries or something, or the last 15 minutes. And they were, they were also some um, probably try of the year from uh, Noah, who was captain on the weekend. Yeah, nice. Oh, well, onwards and upwards, eh? Yep. Stuff. Um, and then we're over on Waiheke. I owe Logan an apology. We said um, we said that why he'd be coming over to town, but no, no, Logan was ahead of the game there, and he he got the boys on the boat and over to Waiheke. Uh, looks like they got up pretty comfortably in the end, thirty six five. I did ask him first a bit of a breakdown on the game, um, and there was nothing on the game. It was all about um, the after match. Apparently, sensational. Um, looking to looking to broker a deal with one of the Raiders boys to, for a supply of oysters. Maybe a bit of a player swap. Um, it sounds like some of the young boys got pretty turned up on the on the Billy Mavs. Um, so that kind of apparently summed up the trip. It looked like they had the flares going and all sorts watching the Waiheke football team. So yeah, looked like looked like good fun for the Raiders. I'd be happy with that. Um, <clears throat> and then we had Squids Squids boys played Karaka came up the motorway. Um, I should note actually, I uh, called them out last week and said that uh, they wanted to play on Queen's birthday so they could stack their team. Uh, apparently that was not the case and uh, we had a bit of mail come in the instagram account um so i thought i'd set the record straight there i'm not involved in the scheduling so i was merely speculating 
Um, but apparently, that, <laughs> apparently, got to put a bit of oil on the fire before a game, mate. There's no, <laughs> nothing wrong with a bit of with the rumor mill churning, you know. Yeah, but apparently it was quite the opposite. Apparently they were quite accommodating, and they actually changed the county's draw to accommodate us playing in the weekend. So I did feel a bit bad about that. So apologies, Cracker. That's thing. right. Just another union that doesn't like the squids. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, in fact, it was they were the they were they came up um, with a big reputation, top counties team, and it was. It was all on, to be fair. They they camped on our line right at the start, um, scored a try probably in the first five or ten minutes. Um, we lost one of our boys pretty early to injury, um, front rower. Um, and then, yeah, the game got pretty physical in the first half. I say physical, I, it got pretty niggly. I think both teams got pretty caught up in it. We were probably fortunate enough to capitalise on that a bit better than they were. Um, and they probably admitted as well. They, it was a, there was a bit of off-the-ball stuff going on from both teams, but we managed to pick up a few tries and we went into the break I think 22-5 um, and I think the boys got pretty comfortable at half time and came out in the second half and to Cracker's credit they played they played they were a different team in the second half kind of put the niggle away and just started turning it up we actually scored the first try in the second half went to 29-5 um, and then Cracker just went bang 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 some well-worked tries all of a sudden, they were pushing us off our balls come scrum time. Their fullback, I think his name's Nick Worthington, absolutely electric. Um, he tore us up a few times. And their Lucy's as well, their skipper at number seven and then number eight um, were pretty devastating. And it got pretty close at the end. I think they got it back to, must have been, oh, it was only a few points in it. Um, but we kind of traded penalties at the end. Backwards and forwards, they, they ended up missing a pretty crucial one. Um to, to take it within uh, three points, but they missed it when, when it was at, th uh, must have been 32-31 potentially, and we, then we ended up nudging one to 35-31. Um, and then, yeah, fortunately we just got away with it. But, yeah, it was a hell of a game. Um, decent crowd in. Good good crowd came up from Cracker, which was cool. Um, but, yeah, they'll be, I mean, we kind of said after the game, like, pretty tough draw for both teams to, to get each other. That was kind of a, maybe a game you'd expect to see later on, but such are the breaks, I guess. Yeah, Mike Hester told me that you were pacing quite a um, stressed figure underneath the goalpost. Um, yeah, I, I needed the defibrillator from the club. I thought I was, I thought I was going to, I thought it was going to stop. No, that, va that you would have run that vape pretty much dry before halftime, would you? No, don't vape, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was stressful. It was real stressful. We just hung in there, but it was, yeah, it was good, good to get the result in the end. But yeah, anyway, so in terms of the Auckland results, that really puts uh, puts the uh, the acid on the competition. I think Hustle's now back on top, Squid second. Then we've got Eden on 22, Old Boys on 22 and fourth, DCs in fifth on 21, Raiders in sixth on 19, down to the Fars on seventh and 14, Pack eighth on 10 points, Maris ninth on seven, Legends on one, Waiheke on uh, donut um but yeah that's a turning into a hell of a race for the top four there closest it's been in a few years with what six teams riding the mixer and then the others only really a couple of wins away yeah well the, i think i think yeah mathematically i'd say the fars and pack can still make it um if they win if they win all their games and some of them have easier draws than others so it should be pretty interesting in the next few weeks just gotta just gotta win just gotta keep winning boys um, Easy said and done at the moment. But, uh, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. 
but yeah, I think there's a couple of games right at the end of the season that could be pretty crucial. I think the Dets are playing the Raiders in the last game, which could be a pretty crucial game in the scheme of things. So, so we'll keep an eye on that. But yeah, moving ahead to this week, we'll get some uh, get some picks from the boys. Got a couple of Friday night games this week. Legends are playing the Dets and Squids are playing the Raiders, but we'll go uh, Legends Dets first. Bit of an in-house varsity game. What do you reckon, Smurf? Ex-Legends man. Is it uh, so varsity fields? Yeah. That probably makes sense given two varsity teams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pretty rough to go with a neutral venue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I think the debts are starting to, yeah, put a bit of a run on. A, eh? I think they're just going to be um, too tough um, for the for the legend. I think they'll get up thirteen plus. But um, yeah, I, I think the debts could, yeah, really turn it up the back end of the season. Shit, thirteen plus. All right, what do you reckon, brothers? Yeah, after seeing the debts on the weekend, the um, that forward pack they've got now is just, yeah. All the boys have got a lot of energy, very physical, and um, yeah, I think 13 plus, unfortunately, for the Legends boys. Uh, what do you reckon, Josh? Um, yeah, debt seem to be warming up, so I'm going to go debt's 13 plus, but I think Legends will give them a, um, a bit of a, make it a bit of a scrappy game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go debt's unders, Friday night game, the leveller. Um, so I reckon it'll be a bit tighter than it would have been maybe at a, on a dry park, but yeah, we'll go we'll go debt Sundays. I'd love, geez, I'd love to tip the legends again, but then haven't been doing me a favour so far. I'm falling further and further behind in this tipping comp. <laughs> um, about squids Raiders, start with you, Rodders. Uh, we're oh yeah, sorry, both at varsity. Did you say? Correct. Yeah. I think well, the Raiders are pretty solid. I haven't seen them this year at all, so it's it's quite a hard one to pick for me. Um, Obviously, the squid scored a lot of, uh, quite a few tries against us. Um, I'll go, I'll go squids unders, like you say, Friday night, bit of a leveler. That's it's pretty ill informed, but um, we'll go with that. Yeah, nice, Joshy. What do you reckon? After playing both of them, Raiders are a good team, eh? The squids are just so well driven. After watching them against Eden, just watching that game, seeing how. How they were still able to control the game. I'm gonna to have to go squids under, but um, I know Log's got those Raiders boys. Um, fight will get them fired up for it. So yeah, he will. He will. Um, Smith, what do you reckon? Uh, weather forecast for Friday. Is it horrific all week there as well? Yeah, um, it is actually. It's raining all week up here. Yeah, I'd love to see the Raiders tip you up. Um, I reckon they might take you in the showy. But I think you might. Okay. I think I don't know which one uh, Logan's going to be focusing more on this week. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, I, prob- I, I dare say he'd much rather have the Shuey than the Space Shield. Okay, so what are you going for then? What's the pick? I'll go Squids Unders. Okay, I only go Squids Thirteen Plus, fellas, just for <laughs> obvious reasons. What about Pack Fars Smurf? You want to take that one? Pack Fars Jeepers. Well, I think it depends a little bit what team that like we I think we've said a few times that pack teams licorice all sorts like just don't really know what you're going to get assuming yeah I, just just based on having 18 players last week you might get a couple back but yeah I, I think I'll go unders I just yeah don't know if that one's likely to be too high scoring lots of niggle um, there's a few niggly boys in the fars and you know that's what they breed out in East Auckland so there'll be some in packs so yeah maybe a few cards as well 
Yeah, nice. Nice footnote. What do you reckon, Josh? Go far as unders. Pack's a good team, but considering they only had, was it 17 you said in the weekend? 18? Yeah. In the weekend, I've, if they're strapped for numbers again this week, it's going to be tough. So, yeah, far as unders, they're good. John will get those boys in shape. What is? Uh, I reckon the Fars hitting some hitting some form. They're getting a bit of consistency with their with their forward pack. They've had a few early injuries, but I think everyone's sort of coming back right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them overs. Yeah, up nice. the G tag. I'm gonna I'm gonna join you actually. Two two words: student pilot. If, if those two are playing, it's thirteen plus. Um, if they're not, I'll um, I'll change my I'll change my pick. But at this point, you got those two guys in the field. Yeah, you're winning. Um, and then next up, we've got Maris hosting the old boys. What do you reckon, Rodders? You can take, you can start us off. Uh, depends if me and Joe are, are, we and Joe are doing a trade again. Yeah, Gio's <laughs> out, mate. He just Gio's had baby. Oh, congrats to Gio as well. He's just had oh, baby. Shot, Gio. So, um, he's gonna be he's away for a little while. Get the baby in the sheds, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm only joking. Uh, yeah. I, I will be. We'll be we'll be out firing on the weekend. So um, injury wise, I think we're okay. So I think I think going to pick the old boys thirteen plus. Unfortunately, but who knows down there? Eh? Wet, wet, wet weather down there, anything can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Smith, what do you reckon? Yeah. So what the games down at Maris? Cheapers. Yeah. Yep. Blowing a gale right at oh, you beauty. Bring, bring your windbreaker, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'd really like to see the mob get up and and um, and touch out Rodders. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, how big was this court session. Some kind of group. Court session brings up the guests. So. <laughs> yeah. I I, um, I think old boys will sneak it, but at twelve and under, real ugly. Um, and I hope you get up, Joshy. Thanks, mate. And, so do I. And Josh, <laughs> is it is it twelve and under or thirteen plus for you? I'm backing my boys to go 13 plus. Yeah, nice. Any any injuries of note? You got a full strength team this week? Uh yeah, we've got a few boys coming back um this week, which will be good. Our um one of our our ten coming back. We've got a couple of boys off long term injuries coming back. Um it'll be a niggly game. I think our pre if our preseason games and indicator will be a very niggly game. Um but yeah, no, nah, I've got to back we had some I had some words to the boys after the Big loss last week, so Ooh. haven't we turned it around this week? Bit of a spray? A little bit. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> oh, classic. Nothing like the post-game spray. Yeah. I actually had to talk Jack Halpin out of a post-game spray on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, so you got to pick them. Yeah, you got to pick your moment. I'm going to go Maris Unders, fellas, and that's not just because we've got Josh on. Sorry, Rodders. I think it's going to be tight. And I just, look, you look at the Maris results, there's been, what, three or four games that, I mean, you guys probably should have been the Fars. Um, and they're, they're, they've been the old boys. So, you know. They beat us by a point. Mate, it's still a loss. The boy's trying to get me rocked up here, Josh. Good <laughs> thing you're not playing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rod is so. a bit. Head on rubbing on the ground. Definitely a couple of the shots. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll go Maris Unders. Um, and then last game, Hussies versus Waiheke. Um, it looks like the boys are heading over on the boat, Smurf. 
Yeah, yeah, they've actually gone for a uh, really pushing themselves admin wise as well off the field, which uh, I enjoy. They've got a court session um, planned at back at Western Springs on on Saturday night. Um, Interesting. Around, yeah, seven thirty eight. So they're really eight thirty maybe. So Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, but yeah, go big, go home. Why not? Why not enjoy the uh, hospitality over in Waiheke? Well, I think they'll be doing that as well. Um, so I, I don't think I think there'll be a few boys that don't make the cordy. Oh, yeah, yeah, you get a bit excited on that Fuller's Ferry, and you know you're a couple of jars deep. It's probably so, yeah. probably a good way to thin out some of the numbers you've got. If you don't make yeah. it, if you don't make it to the quarter, you're out of, out of selection contention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll make it home. It's sort of like Survivor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, speak, speaking of um, TV shows, um, big shout out to Timmy Cotton, who's part of Team Blue on the block this year. Oh, um, I saw that. Oh, wow. I heard he's. I heard he's. I heard he's like the favourite. I heard they're. Um, they're, they're oh, I think he's, he's, the, he's the people's favourite. He's a good-looking guy. He doesn't. He doesn't have any building background, does he? I think so. Oh, I don't nice. know. He's one of those guys that did a little bit of everything out of, outside of uni. Bit of modelling, bit of building, just yeah. Bit of a week. Bit of a weekend warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but right. has has thirteen plus. Um, but yeah, um, I'm hopefully they enjoy the the day over there. It's always good fun. Rodders. I was a little bit disappointed nobody's actually really gone for the overnighter yet. Yeah, um, interesting. We had it. We we had it planned, and then a few of us older boys that were paying for it had to come back because of the wives. So we're yeah. like, no, if we can't stay, no one stay. Yeah. I'm bloody gutted we never we didn't get the away way. We're the only ones that didn't get the away way way trip this year. It's gutting, eh? Yeah. Um, now nah, we'll have we'll have to pick the Hussies thirteen plus just on on uh, form, but uh, hopefully the Waikiki boys stitch you up, and uh, hopefully there'll be another bus debacle like there was for the uh, for the Tunnifars. I think the the bus to the ferry broke down, and they got another bus. But in that time, the guy rolled the other bus forward, which then blocked the second bus, and then they had to get a third bus to get the boys to the ferry. And then they they got a ferry until about ten o'clock or something. Yeah. So yeah. I'm Could sure, I'm, I'm sure Michaela will be all over that. Um, what do you reckon, Joshy? Um, no, I think it'll be Hussey's 13 plus. They're, they're a class team. Um, but that Waiheke team, they're very scrappy and tough. Like, it's some real tough boys on D. Yeah, yeah, they do. I'll join you. I'll, I'll take Hussey's 13 plus, but I'll take Waiheke in the boat race by Country Mile. Oh, mate. They will tune up those hustles. Oh, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Chew them up and spit them out, eh? Jeez. Yeah. It's a bit of a workout. I think we're just spending too much time playing rugby. But Yeah. Hussies need to get their priorities right, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put it in the next video review. Yeah, maybe it's a bit of a spray. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Show them some footage of you at the court session on Saturday. Ooh, yeah, no. Don't think that was leading by example. <laughs> oh good stuff yeah, well looking forward to seeing how those games shape up should be good oh I was about to wrap up we've got a few uh, quick fire questions for you actually Josh um, you might have a slightly different perspective on some of this given you've played in the in the Colts grade and you've even played overseas but um, we'll take Auckland answers only for these questions unless you've got any real top yarns but first question mate best showers in Auckland yes, I, I love the Marist showers I love how they're just open and they're tinny, but everyone's there with the beers in the shower, having a yet. All the teams, prems, reserves, 21s, everyone's in there at the same time. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, that's my favourite. 
Beautiful thing. Jocks on, jocks off. I'm a, I'm a guts off guy. Yeah. I don't know how you can wash your balls if your undies are on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But all our boys, they nah, mate, that's the answer. <laughs> uh, do, you boy, do, you, do your boys shower with the jocks on? Yeah. There's I'm, like maybe three of them that have started not since they've seen that the other teams don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, Phil, these close games that you're losing, mate, there could be, there might, be, so, there might be something in it. I know. Well, hopefully they're listening tonight. Yeah, maybe maybe it's something to try this week. You never know. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure to let them know on Wednesday night training. Yeah. Does the um does the coach jump in the showers with the boys, or what, what's your take on that one? Nah, I don't. I don't get sweaty enough during yeah. the game. I don't work hard enough to, to earn a shower. Yeah, fair enough. Nothing like a management shower. Yeah, management <laughs> management shower is good. Yeah. Yeah, Braden Saul's known for being the longest in the showers. He's a good manager. What about club with the best food? You must have you must have sampled some good cuisine around the traps in Auckland. Uh mate, I was just I was thinking about this on the way here. Is my my favourite club to play at was always Uruhu. Oh really? Because they always do the big platters of Chinese and stuff, and they used to or like the families would bring in like taro and chop suey and things. I used to love it. But then I just remember when we were talking about Waiheke, they had those freaking oysters that were yeah. they're absolutely to die for. Like, <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real perk of playing on Waiheke. I tell you what, those oysters. And then I think they had, so it was oysters and pizzas and beer. I was like, how good. <laughs> I ain't leaving. Apparently, uh, you guys didn't leave for a while. Eh? They said the squiddies, you guys spent quite a bit over their bar. Yeah, we. I think, I think the boys just got out of there maybe... Second to last, maybe 11 p.m.? Yeah. 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 No, you've got to make the most of it. It's a long way to go. Were you, uh, what about pre-match fizz up? Are you listening to music, man? What's your what's your pre-game ritual? Oh, uh, these days, no. Just, I'll get the boys, the boys only have a speaker on in the changing shed. I'm more of a headphones on kind of guy if I'm playing. And um, I'll chuck, I don't know, I don't really want to say it, but it's, um, <laughs> Achey, breaky heart. I'll just have that on repeat. Bit of Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, I did not okay. expect that. I did not expect that. That's good. No, that's <laughs> You're not, a, uh, What's what's okay. the thinking behind that? Just I just got Does it make um, you angry? Do you like the song? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just I mean, if I don't. So when I was playing, if I didn't, I'd hype myself up to the point that I wasn't in the game anymore. So I, I chuck something like that on. I chuck Jake Johnson on, but normally Billy Ray Cyrus because I have a bit of a laugh to myself that no one knew what I was listening to. <laughs> so that was more Because, David, you're a Miley man, aren't you? Yeah, a bit of a Miley man. <laughs> the party in the USA. Yeah. Uh, that's good stuff. Obviously, obviously, you're not walking around um, pre-game with your headphones on if you're coaching. No. Or, or are you? <laughs> no, maybe I need to. Maybe I need to. Maybe that's the change that needs to happen. Yeah, or mind you, a bit of a pre-match line dance. Yeah, square dancing as a warm-up. Oh, that's man. one of the things we did at, down at the camp. Is we all sat down and watched Remember the Titans. Oh really? Half the, half the boys didn't even know it was a movie. Oh, kids these days. I know. Oh, good stuff. What about um? What about best on-field player? Probably 85 is great, but I mean, if you've got any other any other sort of players you've played against in your time or seen, happy to hear them. Um, best on-field player in 85s, I reckon Jimmy Murray 
at the moment. He's well when he's he didn't play against us, but when he's he's he should be playing with the Prems. Yeah, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Rocky's been begging for him to go up. Yeah, um, there's been a few messages, but um, doesn't go down overly well. No, yeah, but he's um, he's he's actually thirty, which is uh, yeah. So there's a few a bit of experience in that uh, those legs. Yeah, he's uh, class. So he's 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 a great player. Um, but probably one of the one of the best players I've played with would probably be Angus Talville. Oh really? Good deal with boy. Yeah, good deal with boy. Yep, yes. that's right, mate. He's he works hard. Eh? He he's a grinder, and then he um, for a prop, he's bloody skilled. Yeah, he's he's well spoken as well, eh? Yeah, he's a good lad, eh? Loves good, a good laugh. Good chat. Yeah, the boy's yeah. got good banter, eh? Fair play. Yeah. What about what about best off field player in eighty fives? There's a few grubs around, but best off field. I always, um, I always like chatting to Wes from Old Boys. He did a season, or a season or two with us at Mob before we went to Shooters, and every time I see him, he he always come up, make sure he's got a bit another beer in his hand for me. So that always puts me in a good mood. <laughs> that always goes so, down well. Yeah, yeah he, he thinks so highly of you, mate. He um, he's only got good things to say about you. But um, I wish I had a photo for you boys of Wes on the weekend. Hey, eh? God, he was he was in some good form on the weekend. <laughs> he's dressed as like a dressed like a circus ringleader. He was so funny. He's a he's a, he is a bit of a loose unit when he's on the crack though. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Oh well, well thanks for joining us, Josh. Pleasure to have you on, mate. It's been bloody good to spin a few yarns about Maris footy. Looking forward to seeing uh, how you boys go this weekend. See how many points you win by. Hopefully, it's just unders. <laughs> uh, it'll definitely be 30 plus don't worry about that <laughs> I reckon you can negotiate a player trade with yourself with Rod as he's that fizz to play but I, I reckon I, I wouldn't mind that <laughs> I said to the boys the other night I was, I was running around with him at training I was like oh I've got a bit of a taste for it I'm five minutes at the end I, I, that's, the, that's the rule well we made that deal mate you didn't want to take it <laughs> I, if we'd won I didn't want anything No, who, who was I trading for someone good I think I can't remember who you were trading for. It was probably Jamie Fally because he was so far away. Yeah. Nah, mate, I'm, uh, mate, it'll just be good to see the boys go at it down there. I'm going to go down Friday, mow the lawns because I bet that you boys haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but don't, don't talk to us. It's a council. Council. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite favorite field down there is the one with the hill. <laughs> what yeah. the, that's all of them. Isn't it? <laughs> it's like Lords. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just happy we're going to be playing at daytime because we're going to get light. Yeah. That so, squish game was horrific. Yeah. Again, council, not your problem. I know. Council, mate. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the council. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any listeners listeners from the Auckland Council. If there's any listeners. If there's any listeners. Yeah. Which is probably about time to wrap this thing up. All right. Cheers, fellas. Cheers, boys. Appreciate good all your see time. You. Bloody good. Right, let's for your footy, lads. <laughs>